The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk But No Politics. Okay, coming to you every Sunday on the BICBP Radio Network. And today, let's get right into it. Our sponsor is Starcourt Mall. And here is a message from them. Earth, America, Indiana, Hawkins, a growing patriotic community and a shining example of the American dream. Today, Hawkins is taking another step into the future with the brand new Starcourt Mall. Families, friends, and of course, teenagers can come together to shop, hang out, dine, and enjoy with retail options for every member of the family, including The Gap, Walden Books, and Sam Goody. Starcourt Mall has it all. And don't forget, a state-of-the-art food court is just an escalator ride away, featuring America's favorite place to cool down, Scoops Ahoy Ice Cream Shop. Ahoy. 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 Starcourt Mall is one of the finest shopping facilities in America and beyond. So come on down. And remember, Starcourt Mall has it all. Starcourt is an all-American subsidiary of Starcourt Industries and International Enterprise. Oh, I can't wait for Starcourt Mall to come. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So today, I have a returning guest and just found out that it's coming up on a year since the last time she was on here. And that is my cousin, Brianna Bartlett Gray. Is it the hyphen now? It's the hyphen. Oh, it's is it Brianna Gray or Brianna? What's that? I just added, just tacked the new one on the end. Okay. There's no hyphen. You should get a hyphen. None of it's legal at this point. My name's just Brianna Bartlett still, but hi. <laughs> okay, so we'll go with Brianna Bartlett. <laughs> and today we are talking about children's books. Beloved, wonderful children's books. Yes. Uh, we come from obviously the same family because we're cousins, so... Reading was kind of, I don't know if it was forced upon us or kind of encouraged at a, at a young age. Encouraged, I would say. I, uh, I read a lot, but I don't know why. I don't know if anybody made me or not. I mean, there was definitely like, go, go play with those books in that cabinet over there. Like, there wasn't a toy at my, at my grandma's house, at grandma's house in Florida. There were not toys. There was a cabinet with books in it. So go play with the book cabinet. Okay, so you had the same thing than I did. We had a shelf. We had a shelf. We didn't have a cabinet. Ah. Mm. And we had uh, the two classic staples I remember were Billy Brown, the babysitter, and Gus, the friendly ghost. Or like, those were your choices. I don't know either of those. You don't? Billy Brown, the babysitter, was like the staple of our family. I'm really shocked. I don't never even heard of it. You should go and demand from your father your aunts that you get billy brown the babysitter and to even go as far because i feel like you've been gypped 
by this book and by this action and experience that they make you sit on the couch and they read it to you. That sounds like a plan. I could definitely make Aunt Vicky read me <laughs> the Billy Brown, the babysitter. No, I've never even heard of it uh, at all. Ooh. She must have gotten new books by the time we had the cabinet, but they didn't seem like new books and they're not books that anyone else has heard of in my experience, but what yeah. did, what did you have in the the cabinet? Well, the ones I remember the best is one called The Best Love Doll, which was about like a girl who went to a party where everyone was bringing like a tea party and they were all bringing their dolls and her doll was like dirty and old looking and everybody had like nice fresh new dolls. That's the story. And then I remember the weird um Mercer Meyer like Little whatever critter. that Little Critter. Little and I don't remember <laughs> I don't remember what the book was, but I know that he ate like a soft boiled egg out of like an egg cup. And that was the first time I'd ever seen that. Oh, was and that was that little critter or was that Francis? Oh. There was another was one. Turtle? What's that? Who's Francis? Oh, you didn't know about Francis? Oh my goodness. What? I just remembered it because Francis ate soft boiled eggs. Well, maybe that's who it was, but I thought it was, I thought it was a little critter, but maybe it's not. First or maybe it was a little critter. Oh, here it is. Franch Francis the badger. Ah, badger sounds. Yes. Oh, that's him. That's him. Oh, look, he's so cute. Yes. I found it. Sorry. I found it on the internet too. Yes. It was him. I think it was bread and jam for Francis maybe. Yes. Uh, yes. And he would eat the little soft boiled eggs out of the cup and then he would like that, I feel like that whole book was like about like food because he would like go to lunch and like lay out his like little napkin and like set his food up. Was that that? Is that what I'm thinking of? I I just remember the food and then underneath the table, Francis was very defiant. Yes. And I remember Francis being underneath the table and I forgot why Francis was defiant. That's fair. Is that where we get like the whole honey badger don't care? Um, but I don't know. <laughs> it could be. It could be. Francis the defiant badger. I remember bread and jam for Francis though. Because this was like I the guess... one book where my mother was like, yeah, we, we can do Francis. Go read some Francis. <laughs> <clears throat> I like Francis. Uh, I did not. Oh, so. Okay. You haven't. Because you know what the world thinks is like the best children's book? This is my controversial okay, children's opinion. Okay. Um, you know the book Where the Wild Things Are? I love that book. Yeah, it sucks. It's not no. good. It's not a classic. It's not good. You're all wrong. I don't I don't want to sound crazy, but I feel that book was more geared towards boys. Because I have, I have two boys, and that just the whole thing where the kids just bouncing around all day long, being defiant. A lot of defiant in these children's books. I'm not a big fan of this, but uh, <laughs> that's why you're. That's why the kids are like this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but being very defiant. I remember in school when it was like read to us, boys would get hyped for it where the girls were like yeah no not not too many girls were like yeah let's rock with where the wild things are so i could get where you're saying on that perspective i've seen like everyone i know is like 
the defining children's book. I don't think girls it is. I know are like, my baby's nursery is now where the wild things. Are. I'm like, why? No, that not good, not interesting. Don't like it. Mine was the Bernstein or Bernstein Bears. Bernstein Bears. I don't know how anybody says it anymore. Okay, I always said Bernstein Bears, but fun fact, it's actually Berenstein Bears. Okay. Those, I remember some of those vividly. The one that used to scare me, though, was the green-eyed monster where Sister Bear had envy. Oh, okay. I got... I think my mother would try and do it with hidden messages. Like I got the one where too too much of the gimmies where uh, they would go out to the store and was like, I want this, I want that, I want that. And then they were like, no more. We're just gonna shut this all down. But they did it in did it in a much easier way. <laughs> you <laughs> got like targeted lessons through these books. <laughs> yeah. The one that always stood out in my mind too was the watermelon one. Where I think they were stealing some guy's watermelon. It was the watermelon patch. Okay. Stealing the farmer's watermelon, like Brother Bear, who never knew his name, just Brother Bear, but he got mixed up in the wrong crowd. Bear. <laughs> Come and on. Her name was Sister Bear. I'm not making that up. <laughs> Would you have a child? Are you going to be like, this is Brother? This is Brother Bartlett. Maybe. <laughs> brother Bartlett. Come over right here. Brother Bartlett sounds like we're going to like a revival though. Like <laughs> Brother Bartlett, share your share. Oh, Trouble at School. Did you get that one? Because I remember that one. Look, characters. I'm looking it up right now. Characters. Sister Bear, Brother Bear, Mama Bear, Papa Bear, Queenie McBear, Was Farmer the Ben. They're real names. Was that the cousin though? Was Queenie? There was a cousin. Well, I didn't yeah. know these books were around since 1962. But the one, yeah, oh no, this Queenie McBear, yeah, is the, uh, look at, she looked like this since we're on the video chat. She was like the, like, lesbian aunt of the Berenstein Bear world. Um, she's got, yeah, like, a, no. a sweatband. I gotta go to the doctor and the dentist. Oh, the junk food, too much junk food. That was a staple. Yeah. I remember that one. I, mm-mm. Learned no lesson from that one. I can tell you that much. It didn't work. It didn't work. But the green-eyed, you should look up the one. Just look up the cover of the one that is the green-eyed monster, which is Sister Bear gets, like, envious. She, like, goes to a birthday party or it's Brother Bear's birthday or something, and she's, like, covetous. Like, she wants all this. And there's, like, this evil green Sister Bear that, like, is the embodiment of her envy. And it's the scariest thing for some reason, like that I've ever oh, seen. I see it right there. You see it? Yeah, that is pretty scary. I'm like scared to look it up because I'm afraid it's going to scare me like, again. Just straight oh. green. I had the messy room one and you've seen my room and did that one hit home with me? <laughs> that one didn't work either. <laughs> no. Yes, scary sister bear, but no, Berenstein bears were solid. I feel like all of those were good. What was, I just saw one. I remember when they used to give them out in Happy Meals. Oh, No Girls Allowed. I had that one, too. I think my mother was trying to tell me not to. That girls were the devil, but she's also told you boys are the devil, so. Yeah, um, well, she's she's right. <laughs> she's got mixed messages. But No Girls <laughs> Allowed. But then at the end, they let the girls in. And I was like, hey, girls can hang with boys, too. 
I remember. Okay. Try not to be a misogynist if you can. <laughs> yeah, was, there was good stories. I think I had too much TV. That didn't work out. I don't think I'd know where I'd be. Moving day. Wow, I had a lot of these now that I'm actually- Did they like, live in a tree? They lived in a tree, right? Yes, but first they lived in a cave. Oh, is that where they moved to in moving day? To the tree? To the tree. Ah, I remember them living in a tree for sure. Yeah, Which no, is weird. Why do bears live in a tree? The tree was definitely just very disproportionate to what what the size of the bears were in the inside of what they saw certainly the outside it was like the magic tent like in harry potter the outside is like normal tree size and the inside was a tree mansion i love it how you refer to everything into the harry potter i mean it's cultural zeitgeist everybody knows what i'm talking about when i talk about harry potter it's like your star wars Harry Potter. Well, yeah, because, yeah, I actually like that. I don't like Star Wars. Star Wars is great. Well, we already... It's all right. It's amazing. What about the monster at the end of this book, which is probably the best children's book in the world to read children? Isn't that Grover? Oh, oh spoiler. It is Grover. Spoiler <laughs> alert. The monster at the end of the book. I didn't like that one. I mean, it was okay. I don't think I don't think I ever read that as a kid. Oh, okay. Well, my parents used to, you. You've met my parents. My parents used to read it. I never met your parents. Tell me about your parents. Very dramatically. So, like, because the whole book is like, don't turn the page because there is a monster at the end of this book, and then it'd be like, you turn the page, and he'd be like, no, you turn the page why aren't you listening and then he's like building like a brick wall to try to stop you from turning the page you're like wow you're so strong how did you turn the page and then you get to the end and he's like what it's just me grover and you are so scared i don't know it's a really it's like it's fun like i'm excited. Like, it's so good it's great i can see how that's like a traumatic thing no not a traumatic thing but a very exciting thing for a child you're like oh my goodness that just broke down this brick wall that yeah this fictional sesame street character just put up in a and book so upset. like you said about defiance he's like no stop doing it and you're like screw you grover i am gonna find out about this monster <laughs> and it's grover oh, it, we my daughter had a Sesame Street book. I don't remember the name of it, which is very shocking because it got to the point where I could just recite it verbatim. My father-in-law came over and was like, Papa, read me this book. And he's like, oh, I don't have my glasses. And I looked at him, I said, don't worry. I said, just show me the page. <laughs> and I was across the room and he showed me the page. And, you know, he could kind of see, but he couldn't like totally see to read the book. And I would just yeah. recite it. And he'd go, how do you do that? I'm like, we read this book 90,000 times a day to her. That <laughs> one, and it was Dora and her magic stars were like the big things. Lindsay that... liked Dora too. I can't stand Dora. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. My, the golden books, I know anything that had a golden spine on it in my time was like going to be like a New York, New York Times bestseller in some little kid land. 
the golden book, the pokey little puppy, and then they would be like, "Oh, we got He Man on there." And you're like, "Well, we got He Man. It's it's got to be the it's got to be the most well written thing ever in this world." Let's see what's gonna go on. With Let's see what's He Man gonna do. What that was. <laughs> The golden books were definitely like the standard. I think we bought you some golden books. Yeah, I had some golden books. I don't really remember any of them very specifically. The weird part is that like these children's books when I'm racking my brain is like I can remember so vividly like a page of a book, but I can't tell you where it came from. You know, like I can remember like these woodland creatures and they were like, having some sort of meal together inside of again a hollowed out tree a oh. weird thing <laughs> was there a children's book they with weren't people? There. children's book with people like with actual people not like animals but like people um, other than oh no well billy bound the babysitter had actual people in it Oh, there you go. So did the best love doll. There are some, but I feel like kids don't care about human beings. They care about animals at that point. They're like, I can't relate to this person, this grown person, but this talking frog probably knows what's up. Like I, I, I felt kind of dirty when I went over to Little Critter Books. Like I felt like odd. I felt odd because it was like, it's like a, it's like a teen like a teen you know you're like you're like i am so burned 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 bears i'm so bernstein bears i am on this team and then you get a little taste of it in school i got a little taste of little critter in school and i'm like oh little critter's kind of cool he's just not going to bed i don't like going to bed and then went over to the good old walden books and i'm like little critter or i could add to my collection and I'm like, I'm gonna get some little critter books. Gonna do it. And I got two little critter books. Gotta I grow up. Feel, some. <laughs> I still feel dirty to this day with the little buying the little critter books. <laughs> little critter. I remember that. One. I don't. I didn't like little critter as much as the Berenstein Bears. He was a little aggressive. Like brother bear was very like kind and brotherly in the way that if i ever had a brother i would have preferred a brother bear style brother to a little critter style brother personally they're not like that just to let you know yeah i know don't worry i used to ask my mom will say that and i was like can i have an older brother and my mom was like she kind of sailed on that one since you're standing here talking to me idiot but you know <laughs> i tried i tried i'm glad now they could have left out the little sister too but unfortunately here we are <laughs> My brother still resents me because he wanted a puppy. He treated me like a puppy. You know, he he treated me. <laughs> we used to take, actually, yeah, he used to put the leash on me at Aunt Vicky's house and be like, hey, let's go for a walk. <laughs> actually, Aunt Vicky had books in her cabinet too, but she had the monster one. She had a googly eye one, the bug one. Oh, I love I the bug one. Judy. My kids, when we were there last time, she broke out the book. I'm pretty sure now if she broke out those books, my kids would be like, really? Are we well, my oldest daughter still acts like a five-year-old at some times as she's watching Coco Melon and Wally Kazam. But 
I the remember big googly eye bug book was pretty cool actually, but yeah. remember it was full round big googly eyes. <laughs> and it, after every time you flip the page, like the eyes would just flip back, and I'm like, oh, I think I was more mesmerized on it than anybody else. I mean, it was pretty cool, and yeah, it was like let's humanize these bugs, but it was still a little gross because they were bugs. But she also had like weird knockoff books. I call them knockoff books just because I can't remember what they were and they were kind of like weirdly glossy and stuff. I can't even think of what they were, but they were odd. And she also had like that 80s cell phone in there, which is what I was always wanting to play with, not the books. So did she have the big thing whenever you were there? Like the big um, like anthology of we didn't have fairy tales. And it had like gilded pages on the edge and it was like cushy. We didn't have books. We had Star Wars and Nude Hope and Mary Poppins and you got to sit on the waterbed. If you were good, you couldn't bounce. You bounced, <laughs> if you, if you bounced on the waterbed, you were out. You were Evicted. Out. I remember the waterbed. That's the condo though. I'm talking about the house. I, I'm not talking about the condo. By the time she got the house... I don't think I was reading <laughs> books. I, I was done with reading. I was, I, by that point, that was like novels. Mm. I'm trying to but think. In the, in the Gilded Page book is the story of a little match girl. You know the story of a little match girl, right? I have no idea what the story of a little match girl is. I really thought that since it was, okay, this is how my Aunt Victoria leads me astray all the time is because I assume that if she tells me about it or knows about it, then it is just like a thing that everybody should know about and does know about. So the little match girl, see, and I thought David was just, you're going to make me apologize to my husband. I don't appreciate that. I don't appreciate having to do that because I, I thought everybody knew about it. Wait a minute. The little match girl, she's like, poor and sad and she's selling matches for like a penny on the road and then she like peers in the nice warm window at the people having like christmas dinner or something and it's like okay. kind of sad she pictured hold on so then she gets taken into the house and she gets to have dinner with them and they take her in but then at the end you find out none of that actually happened and she died in the cold on the street i do remember that i do remember it now that you've now that you've traumatized. <laughs> yeah that would be something our aunt would like put out for us. <laughs> see how see how bad it could be. <laughs> <laughs> you kids don't know how good you have it. You could be selling matches on the street, daydreaming, but really you're dead in the cold. Yes, I've heard <laughs> I, I've heard that story. Yes. Uh, what else? I think. Yeah, because fairy tales before they got toned down were pretty intense. Like, I remember some Brothers Grimm ones were, like, crazy. Like, the one with the guy with, like, the bear skin. They, like, demon or something met this guy in the woods. He was a returning soldier. And he had to wear the bear skin. But every time he did reach into his pocket, he always have enough money to you know buy whatever he needed but he could only wear this bear skin and he couldn't shave couldn't wash himself just straight bear skin but he had he had money so it was like that was the trade-off <clears throat> so they did and then he had to find once again had to find love 
and then he ended up somebody it was all like a reverse cinderella but he wasn't like made up for the ball because there was three <laughs> sisters and the youngest sister ended up falling in love with him just because no matter how he looked so then all of a sudden he came back because he won the bet with the demon or whatever it was you know children's books uh yeah children's things that's very yeah totally simplistic storylines with uh easily wrapped up endings obviously and so he goes back and he, he he wins it so the demon you know he gets the babe take get a nice shave and he goes back and he marries the girl and the other two are like angry by it this was third grade i think we read it and then we watched the movie I'm going to say second or third grade. Yeah, it was. It was that's, pretty, uh, that's something. The early 90s were wild. Apparently <laughs> so. Although there is like a book. I mean, you're saying second, third grade. So moving slightly out of like a full children's book into like okay. a small chapter book. There is this book called The Chocolate War. I've heard um, of which really resonated with me as a private school child because that's what it's about. It's about this boy at like an all boys Catholic school and they have to do this chocolate sale and he's basically like, no. And this throws the whole thing into turmoil because he says he's not going to sell chocolate in the, so in the sale. The defiant. I, he told him to be defiant, I'm telling you. And I was like, I wish I was a rebel like that, not participating in shit. We did, but, I remember, do not eat, or, what is it, how to eat fried worms. Oh, yeah. That was, like, that. the first chapter book. I tried to tackle it in, like, like way too young, because, obviously, older brother. I'm like, oh, I could do this. And then I'm like, no, where's the pictures? Because I was still <laughs> at that stage. <laughs> I still remember when Amy took us to college. Our our aunt took it took us to college. We skipped school, and she was like, "Here's the library." So I'm like, "Ooh, library!" Thinking it's like a children's library. I'm five years old, and I'm looking through books, and I'm like, "Where's the pictures?" So I learned at a very early age not all books have pictures. Uh, Tough lesson to learn. Yes. How do you, dear Mister Henshaw, was like a pretty cool one. That one, but the how do you write rumors remind me of the one about the school. With like the bajillion floors. I don't think I was ever aware of that one. Oh come on! Uh, with lots of, I'm literally googling school with lots of floors, kids book. <laughs> it was like, okay, Wayside School. Wayside School is falling down. Sideways stories from Wayside School. Anybody? Bueller? No. Those are good. I'd say read those today. That's how those are so good. No, never read those. Uh, yeah, Sideways Stories from Wayside School. Publication date, 1978. So I don't think you have an excuse. I don't have an excuse. I did live in Niagara Falls. That's, that's a good excuse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the same guy who wrote um, Holes. You know Holes? I've only seen the movie. Okay, that's a really good book too, and it's the same guy who wrote that. But you should, you should read Holes. <laughs> Holes is really I, good. I remember I was gonna get into Boxcar Children. Oh yeah, that's okay, old. Old. That's older than you old. Yeah, and that was third grade. 
and the teacher got us into that. And I'm like, wow, this is pretty cool. And then all of a sudden it turned into boxcar children's solve mysteries. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. Mm. That's then, why I never found it Nancy Drew either. I don't, I don't want to solve uh, mysteries. The Hardy Boys. Oh my goodness. That was like, <laughs> I, I couldn't stay. I know you're going South Park. I got a clue. And that's, <laughs> that's why I was so glad they did it because that's, it reminded me of the book. I got a Hardy Boys book for my birthday from our mutual grandmother and I tried to read it and I was like, this is not anything where I needed to be. I think after a while, my big thing was, I was, I was like, books are cool. Comic books are a little bit cooler. What of kind book. of books? Comic books. Like I got severe uh -huh. comic books. So to, um, for, for like me to get sucked into a book, it had to be like good. And the Hardy Boys were not doing it. No, I I never read the Hardy Boys, but I do like the South Park bit about the Hardly Boys. Got Too young whippersnappers. <laughs> got a clue. Okay. Yeah, I got. A, I have a raging clue right now. <laughs> see that clue over there? Oh, I see your clue. Let's follow. I have a clue over here. Software <laughs> oh, makes everything better in the world. Everything. Oh my God. So funny. <laughs> Matt, Matt Stone and Trey Parker just need to run for president and vice president and solve all of our country's problems because it seems like no matter how bad South Park gets, nobody's like, South Park's horrible. They're like, eh. everybody's like, I can't enjoy it. Yep. <laughs> but not to get political. No, let's talk with no yeah. politics. Today, so. No politics, okay? Hey, you brought it up. You're like, I brought it up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What about like, uh, give a mouse the cookie? You know that that's yes. classic. Uh, that one's good. I think. Although I've seen a really good meme, which is the cover of that book, and it says, "Give a bitch a break." And that that I like a lot, actually. <laughs> but yeah, give a mouse the cookie. Well, or the hungriest cat. The hungriest what? The hungriest caterpillar. Yes, the giving tree. That's like oh, the Dunk book. You, anybody has to read the giving tree. I, I have it. It's on a bookshelf. Yeah, the giving tree. I've read that one. The giving tree is another weird pattern in books because the giving tree is the same thing as like the the rainbow fish one. Rainbow fish. The rainbow fish where he gives away all of his pretty scales until he doesn't have any, just like the tree that gives everything away. You have to Google the rainbow fish. I didn't I know you were going to. No I have no idea what the rainbow fish is. Yeah. That's... You know the rainbow fish? People the know the rainbow fish. This is a you thing. The original language was in German and it was published in 1992. Okay, so I was born in 1990, so I feel confident that I'm okay with that. I didn't read it in German, if that makes a difference. <laughs> I'm just saying, I wonder when it like actually came over. I don't know, but it's that same theme of like the giving, just like the giving tree. Like, just you should just give things to people until you have nothing left. <laughs> yeah, the giving tree just got straight murdered, and all that. Yeah. Build a house. 
That's what it was, right? Or was it a boat to get out of there? One of it the was two. a house for his family or whatever, right? He like grows up and then he gets a family and I remember building a boat because I just read it recently. You just read it recently? I have kids. Oh, all right, fine. And they had to read books and like that. You know, it was one of those it was like for school, they were like the kids should read, have them come home and read. <clears throat> so I was like, read a book. Who don't want to read a book? So I just kind of like was like, oh, read this one. There you go. And then tell me about it when you're done. <laughs> and then they read it. And then I asked them random questions that I could remember from the book. There you go. <laughs> and then they have to read tell me about it back. Yeah. Study sesh. <laughs> yeah. I gotta be able to read comprehend what you're reading. So Yes, reading comprehension is important. Lots of people don't have it, so you should, yes, good for them to have it. <laughs> my, actually, my oldest son is the, the biggest reader in the family right now, but he reads anything with that has to do with a dragon. Like like Aragon? I don't think he's gone that breath, breath, fire breath or something, breathe fire. I don't know. I went to I Barnes know. Noble and it felt weird in there what about dragon heart i probably could get him into that he likes dragons dragons and pokemon at the end of that movie very sad but yes dragon heart dragons i was just doing word association on dragons sorry about that that's fine <laughs> did you did you have to do babysitters club i know that's probably a little bit before your time no i love the babysitters club absolutely they made a movie of it in like 94 maybe ish maybe 97 anyway my mom and i watched it a lot it's actually pretty good we i think i still own it on vhs it was like a vhs i couldn't bear to part with even though i don't have a vcr anymore but yes i read the babysitters club books they were technically i guess before my oh sweet valley high oh sweet valley God. high was before was... my time but i read the shit out of those yes i remember sweet valley high that was another there was very it was very gender segregated in the books, I felt, at certain points. It was. They were definitely very gender segregated in that, like, age bracket. But I think that's sort of, I don't want to say a good thing, but, like, Sweet Valley High, reading Sweet Valley High when you're, like, 10 or 11, you're like, yeah, this is high school. And then you get to high school and you're like, what the, what? Like, no, these people, these kids are, like, running around doing, no, it was not my high school experience. But reading that at, like, 10 was, like, this is the most scandalous and exciting thing that I have ever had the pleasure to make my mom buy for me. Like it, it was really sweet family. I just remember that and the babysitters club was like every girl had that. And then boys were mostly like boxcar children, which the first book, it was, it was like, like watching a really good movie, like I said, and then all of a sudden you're like, man, this whole series is going to be awesome because these kids like didn't have a home. I learned what salted meats were because I was like, how are they going to keep meats refrigerated? And they were like, they're salted. And I'm like, wait, what? And all these different things. And they had like, the, the, that was the crazy thing about that book. And at that point, once again, there's no pictures, but your imagination is going wild. Like I remember they had like a waterfall where they keep the milk cold because the one kid got a job and he could 
afford milk and stuff, but they lived in a boxcar. And the next thing you know, they're like adopted and they're solving crimes. And you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> I, I want you kids to go back to being homeless and living in a boxcar and eating salted meats. I really just want to read about homeless, feral children. So if you could keep all that uh, crime solving out of here, that'd be great. <laughs> it was one of the things that I, I really like was drawn to, but everything had to be, everything had to be crime, like just crime solving. That's an interesting genre of children's things too. That is like inexplicable because I remember reading there was a series of Mary Kate and Ashley books wherein they solved uh mysteries and there was a TV show so I don't know are like some children really into mystery solving I don't I don't know yeah that's what Scooby-Doo was for oh Scooby Ooh, Sco you ever see Scooby-Doo in the ghoul school because it's been a long time but that best one it was a movie and it was so good Yes, and the girl went through the volleyball net. And they were like, that's a penalty. And they were like, no, she didn't touch it. She went through it. <laughs> that has stood out in my mind for years. Uh, did, you, uh, did you come across Charlotte's Web as a child? Or is it the movie that you were introduced first? No, the book first, because we had to read it for school at some point when I was younger. But I like that. I still sometimes will just say some pig. And like, if someone gets it, cool. Otherwise just all right i'm just the one in the corner saying some pig i don't know we did i did an episode on like movie death and that was like on there where it was just like charlotte just gets blown away and she's gonna go die and yeah. just leave it's wilbur spider. yeah but still though you can't just let the spider die i mean when why, why not <laughs> Speaking of things dying, though, the, where the red fern grows, they made me read that in the sixth grade, and that is very traumatizing. That is about a boy, and he's got two hounds, and, like, hunt and stuff, and then he's, like, carrying an axe, and he's, like, running through the woods, and then he falls on the axe and dies, and it comes out of, like, nowhere, and you're just, like, 11, like, this is a fun story about hunting in the woods. That's what I love about half of this stuff. It's just so off the wall. I remember I was in the, I grew up in the Goosebumps craze also. Like, Goosebumps were like, it. Choose your own adventure. Choose your own adventure. There was one about a genie in a soda pop can where you could choose your own adventure. And I'm 100% the person who would be like, keep my finger in the page and flip, 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 flip see oh does it end nope okay 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 never mind i picked the other one i picked the other one <laughs> i just remember goosebumps were like I, I choose your own adventure i think we got some of those but i felt like it was so close to dungeons and dragons that i think i i had like those versions of it yeah but i didn't i didn't really like it but i just remember after like boxcar children it was like goosebumps Goosebumps, and then there was the knockoff Goosebumps one, but nobody had those. Nobody really read those. What's a knockoff Goosebumps? There was a, like a knockoff Goosebumps book. Because I remember Goosebumps because they had a comic book one with the Masked Mutant, and I read that one. And that was like my first one into um, 
the goosebump genre of being like, this is pretty amazing. But there was like a knockoff. Like there's always a knockoff. There's like the Twilight Zone and then there's the Outer Limits. Yeah, uh, there was a similar, I mean, it's probably past your time, but there was a book series. This is fun because I feel like I'm like mining in my own brain things that I've yeah. forgotten that I'll go like read. I'm going to go read Wayside School is Falling Down when we get off this because I like am obsessed with the very few things I can remember about it. And it was one of those things where, I don't know, and I don't want to be like one of those people who's like kids these days, and you have kids and I don't, but tell me, yeah. is it like the stuff now is like less insane? Because like Wayside School is Falling Down had some like truly weird off the wall kind of freaky shit for like 10 year olds and i i'm wondering if like the, the content for 10 year olds has been like sanitized or if it's still like off the wall freaky shit it's it's been sanitized i think a lot when it comes to anything like books even tv shows and cartoons where it's I watched G.I. Joe where they're just constantly shooting at each other. Nobody died, but you're just shooting lasers at everybody. And then you get into um, like what my kids watch today and everything's just like a burp and a fart joke. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Like you're watching SpongeBob. Like my kids still watch SpongeBob. And I'm like, Okay, this is cool, but I when I was your age, I'm watching like X Men and Batman the Eighty Man animated series where it's like like in depth. Like I think they it's like so dumbed down for kids when it comes to even like Nickelodeon shows and everything else. Like I was watching some pretty crazy stuff, like on Batman the animated series. I don't know if you ever watched it. There's some dark stories on there, like the guy that he he what he do he cut off the joker and then he realized he cut off the joker and then the joker like hunted him down and was like one of these days i'm gonna ask for a favor from you and the guy was like oh my goodness okay i can go live my life and then all of a sudden the joker shows up and he's like hey i need that favor and you're like oh my goodness this is gonna happen in real life so it was a lot more intense moments i think where today more let's go are they like very protected from everything because like okay because wayside school is falling down is like here's a book about this school just read it but it's like it's nonsensical it's like they climb like a million flights of stairs every day like there's no 13th floor but in one part of the book some one of the kids gets stuck on the 13th floor when there's like this like upside down world of like a creepy teacher and it's like or I read this other book series that I just remember that I was saying, like, mining my own brain. It's called The Bailey School Kids, That's which so actually is from the 90s, so you might know about it. But it had titles like Vampires Don't Wear Polka Dots, Werewolves Don't Go to Summer Camp. Like, uh, so it was, it was, like, sort of the paranormal, but it was just these kids. So it's like, Vampires Don't Wear Polka Dots is like, they get a new teacher and they think she's a vampire, but vampires don't but she is really it's like i don't know it's interesting i think i do remember some of these i used to read like a lot of sports books there would just be random titles like uh one was called the tight end it was about like this boy and his father was in jail (laughs) 
like this was i think i was like in fifth grade and like the father's in jail and he wants to go out for the football team and everything else but he's kind of like the poor kid because his father's in jail and he has a single mother and it was like some it was very wow. yeah it was like intense like I don't, I don't remember finishing it because it was like this is pretty intense for like a 10 year old kid to wrap his mind around you know fathers in jail and everything else it was i remember buying that and then reading a little bit of it and then it was like this is too much i'm, I'm think i'm good on this one yeah that's a lot it sounds it, like a lot for for a child it was i do remember some of these like sweet valley high always stuck out yeah, well, I remember when I was, so it started with, there's actually Sweet Valley Twins or something. There's like a, their children series that's like four kids more. And so I remember as I like aged up, my mom would like, I'd have to like ask to move to the next age bracket because there is Sweet Valley Twins or something like that. And then there's Sweet Valley High and then there's Sweet Valley University. Ooh, uh, which the Sweet Valley University? what did you get to sweet valley university i i did i did so like in high school i was allowed to read sweet valley university in middle school i was allowed to read sweet valley high like one age bracket up basically but fun fact sweet valley sweet valley university is also svu which is the best law and order so boom family <laughs> needs help <laughs> My wife always asks me what's wrong with me. She she needs to go to Florida and spend like a month with you guys, and then she'll <laughs> just come home and be like, "I understand. I get like, it now. I get it. I get it. Why everything is a movie reference and a pop culture reference to you? It's what we do. It's like it's hard to turn off. It's just hey, there's a movie line for everything, or a song lyric, or whatever, or a South Park episode." <laughs> That episode is where she totally gets so angry at me. <laughs> so what was, what is what? your like absolute favorite from, if you had to choose one book from your childhood, even early, say ranging into your early, what is that, teenage years? So we'll say like five to 12. Favorite. Okay unfair because i've actually been saving my favorite like children's children's book because now we got into chapter books and stuff so i don't feel comfortable saying this book but as a little tiny child i had a book called tiny well it's tiny terry come home but terry was a pterodactyl so i always said tiny pateri because that's how it was spelled it was spelled p-t-e-r-y because it's a pterodactyl so it's tiny pateri come home and it was one of those like message books about like knowing your own phone number and stuff but it's okay. literally a pterodactyl whose mother there is like like if you ever get lost find a policeman and give him your phone number and he'll help you get home and then of course tiny pateri gets lost and like asks these people for help until they find an actual policeman and they help them come home so it's like one of those like teach a kid a lesson books 
but okay. I always just liked really like tiny a lot. You like tiny because there was P. You didn't realize the P was silent at that young of an age. Yeah. You could also go with Patiny Pateri if you want to make me right. That's fine too. <laughs> See, I'm still gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna mess it up again because I'm getting to that age, and. If anybody knows our family, we cannot, once you reach a certain age, you cannot say any name right. Uh, the, the, Can I take you to Beals later? <laughs> Decaminilios. <laughs> Loved going to Decaminilios as a kid. Uh, Camomilios is the best bread. Is uh, I gotta go, I'm just gonna say the bears. I gotta go with the bears. That's like the one. The and I oh, actually, you know what my favorite one was? And I just forgot about it until now is the huddles. The huddles were, was an NFL produced book and they had wonderful, they had wonderful like team names, but they had like a lesson to in there as well. Like there was like a small gang of three kids and they would steal like one was they stole the huddles playbook or there was a race and they were cheating in the race, but there was like steely stealer. That was your favorite. That was my favorite. I loved the huddles. You ever I get have... tired of being so on brand all the time? I I I don't because the huddles were magical because it was football. Come on. What about this football? It was football. If you ever see the picture of the huddles, you're like, oh my goodness, can I get a huddle? The Buffalo Bills <laughs> was absolutely amazing. You're a Bills fan. I am. It, it, I am. The huddles were amazing. I can't believe I forgot about it now, but they were like the best children's book, I think, ever. I'm really upset that I don't have them anymore. The NFL sponsored children's books. I'm sure yeah. were the. It was awesome. Look at him. Look at him and tell me you don't. I'm, I'm you know. trying. I'm trying, but I think I NFL huddles books. Yeah, just the huddles. Yeah, these look lame as hell, man. No, they're not. It was like the 80s, the okay? This was like the 80s. This is my yeah. all-time favorite, and I'm upset that I completely forgot about them until now. <laughs> I need Sorry to find that game. you're upset with yourself. Forgetting your own favorite books. <laughs> well, it's not something that I remember. It was like off the top of my head. I got those damn bears engraved into my skull. You can't even find it. Come on, I want to find their names. But it was like Steely what? Stever. Jet Jet. <laughs> like the Jet was cool. You say Jet Jet? Yeah, it was like just names like that. Like really very dumbed down for kids i was like four if anybody whatever knows, you have to tell yourself, man. if anybody knows what hills is my mother bought them at hills that's just how long ago that was the hills. huddles i don't know it's a it's a northeastern thing oh it's like a ames or Walmart or like a Kmart. It was up there with like Walmart, Kmart. There you go. Walmart, Kmart, you got me. I don't know what Ames is either. Okay. Just go. 
if you want to hear a nine hour story about shopping experience, just go up to my mom and be like, Hey, did you like Hills Aunt Connie? And then she'll be like, Oh my goodness, Hills was amazing. That was the one store <laughs> I knew that if we when we would go there, we would get something. Was that Hills? Because she was having such a great time because she liked Hills. <laughs> she loved them. She would tell you to this day, she loves Hills. She loved Hills. <laughs> she was so upset when it was gone. Hills was the best. But thank you for coming on today. What's up? You're welcome. Sorry, I interrupted. We're good. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Try that again. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for coming on once again. Got to get you back on sooner. If you have any ideas, yes. let me know. This has been fun. Good talk. It's fun. So, and everybody out there, thank you for listening. And once again, you can check out new episodes of Let's Talk But No Politics every Sunday on the BICBP Radio Network, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And bonus episodes every Friday at 7 p.m. on the Helium Radio Network. Please go check out the Let's Talk But No Politics of No Politics Okay Facebook page for great content with Today in History and some other great questions. And go check out the Let's Talk But No Politics Okay, YouTube page for some great retro gameplay, which I'm pretty good at, but not the best. And it, you also, you can check out the two-point conversation, Tecmo Super Bowl season, currently playing with the Giants right now. So go check that out. And with that being said, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Hey, Anthony. Yeah, Chris. Should we tell the people about our new show? Our new show? Yes. Not Back Issues. Not Harley Awesome. No. This is Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. Hey, man. We just can't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Never gonna stop. That's right. We're back. BICBP-radio.com. They should go listen to it right now. They really should. Where can they listen to it? BICBP-radio.com. BICBP-radio.com Chris and Anthony just can't stop Stop, stop till they drop That's right That's the kind of freestyles you're going to get from Anthony On Chris and Anthony just can't stop At BICBP-radio.com Chris and Anthony just can't stop At BICBP-radio.com Chris and Anthony just can't stop Chris, I think we should stop with the commercial Alright